Hey guys, it's Lindsay. And today I just wanted to talk about something that is currently on my mind and it has to do with relationships. So when you get into a relationship, honestly guys, I just feel like there's going to be certain things sometimes that you find out about the person in their, you know, maybe maybe it's something that had to do with their past or just something about them that you really, really like them, but then you have to kind of accept something about them that you're not the most fond of. And I think this is where a lot of relationships kind of start to either they persevere or they just break down and the person decides that they don't want to be with this person anymore because of it and they give up. And you know, if I'm here to tell you that sometimes it might not be very easy, but there's sometimes people that maybe they have something, you know, with their past or a trait about them that you kind of just have to accept that maybe they were not themselves some at all times and maybe did something that was out of character and it was before that they met you or there's something like a trait that you just kind of have to understand that not everybody's perfect and this is the thing that this person might do but other than that like they're amazing and I'm just here to say that I think a lot of people give up super easily on the person because of maybe something that has happened in their past or a trait that's about them that you just don't want to have to deal with. For those people that are single out there, this is what I'm talking about because I understand it. You don't want to settle. I understand it that there might be, and don't get me wrong, if it's something serious, like if the person really is somebody that has a horrible trait like a selfish trait or something along those lines this that's a little different i'm mainly talking about maybe something that has happened in their past that they've done that was before they knew you existed and possibly might even regret it now and you just find this out about this person and like it bothers you. I understand it. You know, it bothers you and you don't like the fact they may have done certain things that they've done. But I want to reassure you that everyone makes mistakes. I'm sure that there's certain things that you have personally done in your life that you may not be so proud of either. And I just want to like let you know that if you're in a situation like that where the person may not be perfect you know there are certain things that they may have done that you wish that they didn't or did differently you're not alone and I believe that everybody gets a chance I believe that everybody just like God says you know everybody deserves you know they're a chance they deserve they deserve a chance uh if you really believe that like this was maybe just like a one-time thing sort of slip up or, you know, the person just was not acting themselves and may have done something. You got to let it go and take it a little bit easy on them. Because, honestly, that's what Jesus calls us to do. 
Jesus, and this isn't even just relationships, guys. Like, I'm talking about, like, it could be anything in general over another person. You know what I mean? Like, it could be literally over somebody that, like, your family member did. It could be something that your friend did. It could be something that, you know, maybe someone that, you know, you thought you were close with, that they betrayed you. I'm not saying, like, I'm saying, what I'm saying is you have to do, like, you don't have to do anything, you know, but I highly recommend that you have, you let it go. I've been in situations before where I've had friends betray me and to this day, I forgave them. You know, it's all about forgiveness is my point is what God calls us to do is to forgive. What God calls us to do is to love everyone, you know, and I understand that's not always easy because if somebody really betrayed you, it's a really difficult thing to do sometimes to just forget that they did it. And I agree, like I have an elephant's mind and it's really difficult for me to just forget about something like when someone backstabs you. But what I'm trying to get at is even though they may have betrayed you, even though they may have done something, it's up to us to kind of just still continue to like love on that person and forgive them, you know, because I guarantee you, whether you did it now or you will do it, you have made mistakes in your past that you wish that you could undo as well. And I, what I'm asking for you to do is to just go easy on that person. You know, I understand that it may be really difficult to just forgive somebody for certain things, but we are called to forgive. And if we forgive other people, even when it's the most difficult, that's almost like the best way to show the love of God, because that person will see that through your forgiveness. And you will show them Jesus through your forgiveness. And if you need help and you need help forgiving other people, you can just ask God to help you forgive them. And he will place that inside of your heart to give you a little bit more of an understanding of why they did what they did. And trust me, it's just a really helpful thing. Like God wants you to forgive other people. And if you ask him, he will help you. You know, and I just really highly recommend not living with that in your heart because having any unforgiveness towards any person is a really difficult thing. And it may take repetitive prayer. It may take an everyday struggle, but every single day, as you continue to work on it, you can look back at your progress of how your forgiveness towards that person or a situation or an individual, how well that you got out of that and how much better, you know, you are at that point than you were compared to you were how it was in the beginning. And I just, I really recommend that for you. I really want to see you live with freedom. I want to see you live forgiving. I want to see you live like Jesus. And that's what he did. Think about it. All the times that he was betrayed, he still at the end of the at the end of the day, after they literally killed him, crucified him, 
He literally said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they do. So if Jesus could forgive others for literally murdering him on the cross and killing him in an innocent life, killing him innocently. And he, at the end of the day, said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they do. We could forgive other people for doing us wrong as well. And, you know, Jesus was just the perfect lamb of God who didn't deserve that. Just like you may be not the perfect lamb of God, but you may be innocent in a situation as well. And sometimes, sometimes I believe this, you know, you may not believe in this part or not, but I truly 100% believe that there's some circumstances that God literally will just allow to happen to see how you react to, you know, kind of give you a perfect opportunity through an unfortunate circumstance, through a betrayal, through, you know, a a difficult time or through certain things like that for you to show them the love of God. And it could, it's just to me, it's, it's God saying, I know this is tough. I know this is difficult. I know this isn't right what this person did, but instead of being bitter about the situation, instead of, you know, taking like this, this awful thing that happened and dwelling upon it, what I want you to do as my child is use this now as a moment to show them me. And you taking something like that, a betrayal, a backstab, a horrible situation, and kind of like forgiving that person, you know, and letting them know that you're going to forgive them because God calls you to forgive and you like actually forgive them and you allow God to work through you in that moment. I'm telling you right now, because I believe that a a backstab and a betrayal sometimes is just like an act of the enemy to just harm you. Because the enemy, you know, Satan, is it says in the Bible that he is here to steal, kill, and destroy. He is here to hurt you and to harm you. And, you know, I believe that backstabbing... And betrayal in moments like that is definitely 100% coming from the darkness. The dark side is coming from him. And if you can take an opportunity, if you can, like, if you could take something that the enemy meant for evil and use it for good and use it to, like, display the love of Jesus in a moment where it's backstabbing and betrayal and where you should be, like, I cannot forgive them, like, for what they did to me and all this stuff, which was clearly from not, not of God. That was from the enemy because God is here to 
love on us and make and give us peace hope and a future but we don't just we're not in heaven yet we live in this fallen world where satan's still running around rapidly trying to still kill and destroy you take what the enemy meant for evil and use it for good so if something horrible happens to you like that and you use it to like display the love of jesus you are like putting the end you are literally like being like in your face in your face you try to you try to mess with me well guess what i'm fighting back and i'm fighting back with love which is what god calls us to do because we cannot see what's going on in the spiritual realm you know with our naked eye we cannot we don't know what's actually going on behind you know the um other spiritual supernatural dimension but there could be like you know what i mean somebody or something trying to harm you and when you show the light of god in moments like that that's what's really telling as a christian as a follower of jesus as a believer it's like really really easy to do when nothing's happening to you you know to be like oh yeah like praise god <laughs> you know but when something happens that's messed up and somebody does you dirty that's when everybody's going to be looking like oh yeah you said praise god when things were good well what about now now that things are not looking so good you're still trying to praise god and if you are you know really truly a follower of god you're a christian and you believe in jesus and you want to display him you got to take that moment, that opportunity, and literally grab by the horns and think, you know what? This is tough. This is difficult. But you know what I'm going to do? I, this, is my, this is my moment to shine a light on Jesus and watch everybody. And you literally will display the love of God through your forgiveness, through your joy, through your happiness in the difficult storm. Because that's when the times get rough. And that's when a lot of people start to get shaky with their faith. That's when people start to question things. That's when everybody's like, oh, I don't know about this now. Like, Jesus, why are you allowing this to happen? Like, but guess what? The word the Bible says, which is the breath of life, the word of God, it is literally Jesus speaking to us. He says right there in in his own words, like in his breath, that he you know, he literally, the word of God, guys, I'm telling you right now, it is not just a book. It is alive. And in that book, Jesus literally says, come to me, all who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. And guess what, guys? He is the one that's going to give you the peace that you need. He's the one that's going to help you in a time of trouble. It says that God gives you plans for a hope and a future, not plans to harm you. And he is the one that you are to go to. And guess what, guys? It's it says, it says that, you know, there's gonna be there's gonna be trials, there's gonna be tribulations, there's gonna be moments in life that's not gonna be easy. This is not an easy life. You know, he tries to explain to us that there is a fallen world out there. And, you know, that there is an enemy that's here to steal, kill, and destroy us. And he's trying to harm us. And which means that stuff like that will happen. It's inevitable. It's life. 
But what happens when the times get tough? It says right there, it says, let's talk about, let's talk, I'm not going to be able to word this exactly, but I'm going to basically do the, like, summary version of the one, uh, parable, basically, of the sower. And it says that there was a sower, right? Like, uh, a guy that would pour seeds out in the harvest of the ground. And there was, there's three guys, right? There was one and he would just kind of throw them and they would barely hit the soil and they really wouldn't grow. Then there was another guy that would throw them and they would, and you know what I'm going to do guys? Before I continue, I'm just going to look this up right now. It's called the parable of the sower. Okay. And I'm going to read this. I'm going to read this because I truly believe this is going to be really helpful. Okay. So if you want to, and you have your book, it's from Matthew 13. It's called the parable of the sower. So it says that same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat in it while all the people stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, they were withered because they had no root. Other seeds fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still, other seed fell on good soil where it was produced, where it produced a crop, a hundred, sixty, or thirty times of what's sown. Whoever has ears, let them hear. The disciples came to him and asked, "Why do you speak to people in parables?" He replied, "Because the knowledge of the secrets of ki- the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to them. Whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have." will be taken from them. This is what's this is why they speak I speak to them in parables. Though seeing they do not see, through hearing they do not hear or understand. So here I'm just gonna fast forward. Listen when listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes to and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness will of wealth choke the word making it unfruitful but the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it this is the one who produces a crop yielding 160 or 30 times what was sown so guys this is what he's saying he's basically letting us know that I love that parable. (laughs) Is it just me or is that amazing? Like, 
That's literally Jesus. That's what he said to us, guys. That's what he's saying. He's saying that there are people out there that hear what I'm saying, that hear what I'm trying to let you guys know. And guess what? And same with me, that there's words that I will hear that people have told me that I'm supposed to soak in. And guess what? Some of it will reach you guys and you'll hear it and you'll take it and you'll run with it and you'll be like this is it and then all of a sudden boom it will get snatched away because the deceitfulness of this world the circumstances the backstabbing the betrayal the things that you find out you're gonna just be like you know what i don't i don't want to do this anymore i don't believe in this this is not it like I, I and then you just give up and you're just done and then there's those out there that are going to hear my words that are going to know what jesus is saying that is going to understand that he is saying forgive those people let let it go you have like because this is what he's saying they're gonna take it they're gonna live with it and just like the guy that grew the harvest so many people are going to start to see the light of god believe in him and they're gonna grow a harvest just like the guy did who was putting it on the good soil the ones that took it in the ones that allowed the the words of God into their heart and actually lived it. And I want everyone listening to me right now, those that actually hear this podcast, those that take the time to listen because it shows me that there are there's multiple people listening to these episodes. Be one of those people. Be one of those people that let it go, that forgive. Don't let it burden you in your heart, don't let it fester let it go love others life is too short to let anything like that affect you or bother you it's just not worth it at the end of the day at the end of the day it's deteriorating you in your heart and your soul and your spirit which is not good for your own sake and your own mental health so you just need to understand that you have to learn to let it go and just focus on yourself and focus on the things of this life that make you happy. Focus on Jesus. Focus on your good friendships and your family members that you love and just happiness. Do not let things fester. Don't let things bother you. Be the one that was going to, that's reaping the harvest. Be the good sower. And sometimes, guys, it just, life gets in the way and you sometimes will forget that. Like, you know, and you just need a little reminder, just like what I just did now, you know, certain things for me too, you know, I, I've heard things in my walk with God that life all of a sudden starts to happen and, you know, you don't hear it in a little while and then you just, not that you forget, but you're not like remembering it as much, which is why it's called the daily bread. Cause like you're supposed to dive into it daily, every single day. <laughs> Cause when you don't, it's inevitable that life will get in the way certain circumstances will happen and you know you just kind of like not that you forget it but you it's not fresh you know what i mean in your mind it's not fresh enough for you to really really like take note and take heart that that you know is the case and i just really want that for you guys i really want you all to understand the importance of it because I'm here to help you. I'm here to remind you. I'm here to just, you know, love on you and let 
let God work through me and through you to other people. And that's what it's all about. Life is so short, it will flash by the blink of an eye. You deserve to be happy. You know, you deserve to find happiness in all situations, all circumstances, whether that be in a relationship or it be in a friendship. And, you, you know, it's just, it's really important to let shit go. <laughs> I'm just going to be real with you. Let it go. I've had friends in my life that have really betrayed me. And I'm still really good friends with them to this day. I've had men that I've dated in my relationships in my past really, really betrayed me. And I let it go. Is it is it easy to forget? No. Does it still pop up in my mind? Yes. Does it still bother me? Sometimes. But am I going to allow that to fester and like mess with my heart and my mind and my soul and my spirit? No. That's not worth it. And it's not worth it for anybody to have that effect on you either. Don't allow anybody to have that effect on you. You're too good for that. You're better than that. You deserve better than that. You deserve happiness. You deserve to live a life full of joy and peace. And that's what Jesus literally calls us to do. The fruit of the spirit is what, guys? Peace, patience, love, kindness, joy, long-suffering, unfortunately, but that's a part of it. It means that there will be difficult things in life, but that's a part of the Holy Spirit. So I just strongly encourage you guys out there to have a little faith, have a little hope, have much hope, actually. Have a lot of hope. Have a lot of faith. Know that there's somebody out there that genuinely loves you. And that's me. And that's Jesus. And I just really want everybody to let others know this as well. Like, if possible, share this with somebody that might need to hear it. You know, you might know somebody in your life right now that's really struggling with forgiveness. Even if it's not this podcast, guys, even if you don't just send them this, this episode, send them that scripture. It's called Matthew 13. And let them know that they're not alone. Be like, I know that what you're going through right now may not be a difficult situation. But forgiveness in a marriage, even guys, there's sometimes something a spouse might do that you may be, that they may be struggling with forgiving them for something that your spouse may have done, something that your own kid may have done, something that your parent may have done. But I'm just strongly encouraging you today that despite the difficult situation that you may have you may have encountered in life due to a loved one 
doing something to you or even just anybody doing something wrong, doing you wrong. I want to remind you that that is a part of life. Everybody has experienced this. You are not alone. And the best possible thing that you can do is what I just said and allow God to work through you in that moment. And you can either do what I just said, do what Jesus just said, and and allow it, or not, or not. And I just, I really pray that you will allow it to work on your heart. I, I pray that you will... You will take that and you will like live with that. Live, let, let Jesus live through you. So with that being said, guys, um, that's about it for today. Um, I'm going to wrap this up again. I know that there are other listeners out there that hear this podcast and honestly, I'm just so grateful that you can take time out of your life, out of your day, and listen. Thank you for listening. I truly, genuinely appreciate it. Sometimes I just kind of go off on my own rants here, at, and I just have these discussions with my own self, and then I start to realize that this is actually some really good and valuable information that maybe other people out there would love to hear. So then I go on and I just start making one. And I just start making an episode. And I just throw it out there. And I just pray that if anybody is meant to hear what I just said, if anybody out there, you know, that God, you know, will bring them to this this episode. So that they could hear my voice speaking of this and I just believe there's definitely a reason if you are listening to this right now that there's a reason why God has called you to listen to this because I randomly was just getting ready this morning like you guys just basically got ready with me for work and all of a sudden, I just started to feel extremely passionate about this. I don't know why. It was almost like he was kind of showing me to do that. And I just was being obedient. And I I, I believe that it may have something to do with my own self, too. Like certain people or certain things, certain circumstances that maybe I didn't even notice that I may be holding, you know, within my heart or within you know, in a situation that I may need to work on with forgiveness and allow that sowing to happen with me too, because I'm not innocent either. So with that being said, guys, I just want to thank you for listening and I'm going to pray really quick and then we're going to get out. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I come to you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And I just thank you, God, for everything that you do. I pray right now, Jesus, that you will allow forgiveness to be worked into our hearts so that we can live a life that reflects you. I pray right now, Lord, that 
my heart and my soul and my my body and my mind and whoever is listening's soul body heart and mind will be cleansed right now in jesus name i plead the blood of jesus over us that we are washed and we are clean of any unforgiveness or any sins or any bitterness in our hearts and i just pray right now lord that you will help us to see you more i pray that god you will help us to seek you more i pray right now god that you will allow your love and your light to reflect to shine down on us to let others view us not just as us but as you i pray right now we will be like the good sower from matthew 13 that god when we have circumstances and moments where lord we are hearing the word of god that we will take it and we will live it and we will produce a massive harvest for you jesus in your kingdom I pray right now, God, that you will remove anything of the flesh, anything of sinfulness, any sort of, any, anything that was not of you, Jesus, to just get rid of that from us right now in your name. And God, I'm just thankful for you. I'm thankful for what you've done. I'm thank you for what you are doing and what you will continue to do. Thank you for sacrificing your life for us. Thank you for God sending your one and only son, the sunless, the sinless lamb of God who took away the sins of the world and has mercy on us. I pray Jesus right now that you will continue to shine down grace, shine down mercy and shine down your love. I pray right now, Lord, that you will present opportunities for us to show your love. I pray Jesus that right now, no matter what has happened in our lives or circumstances or situations, trials and tribulations that have came our way that may have shaken us a bit, that it will not shake our faith, that we will grow from it and we will be stronger from it. And God, that we will take it as an opportunity to use what the enemy meant for evil and use it for good. I pray right now, Lord, that you will ignite us with the, with the confidence that God, you say in your word, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper in Jesus' name. And that greater is in us than he who is in the world. And that we are strong. And we are we are confident. And that we have security and faith and hope knowing that you are with us at all times. Because you say in your word that nothing will ever separate us from you. I pray right now, Jesus, that we will walk like never before in such a a strong and abundantly warrior-like faith that we are your warriors, Jesus, that we are fighting for you. We are on your side. We are in your army that one day when you come back, Jesus, you say that you, you will come soon, that you will come for us and that we will be with you in all eternity forever worshiping you, praising you, for you are more than worthy of all of our love and praise. I pray right now, Jesus, for all that is good. I pray right now for our family and our friends, for situations. I pray for marriages out there. I pray over our, our friends that are going through hardships and difficult situations and circumstances. I pray right now for our family that are also going through situations in life where God, everyone, I just pray will have forgiveness shining through them and 
just running through their veins of forgiveness, Lord, and in their hearts. And I just thank you. I pray for this day. I pray that you will be with us every step of the way throughout the day today and that anyone we encounter will, Jesus, just know that there's a light and it's not us, but it's you and that they will have their own encounters with you. And we just love you so much. We praise you, God. And we pray this all in the mighty, holy, precious, more than worthy of all of our love, name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Well, with that being said, you guys, thank you for listening. And I pray that you will all have a very blessed day.